Well, today I'm going to share with you about your, our spirit man or your spirit man. So you know that you are made of spirit, soul uh, and body, right? So you have a spirit that connects with God, right? That fellowship with God. And then you, this spirit is connected to your soul, which is your will, your mind and your emotions. Okay, so we, shall, we are all very familiar, right? We are thinking all the time. There's no one who is not thinking right in a, in a day uh, right statistics say that you have about 60,000 thoughts going through our head so you, you, you never go blank one okay you're always thinking of something and sad to say 80% of these 60,000 thoughts are negative <laughs> negative means what oh today is a bad day this is a you know uh, the world is getting worse, you know, a pandemic or sickness, people are going to die, I'm very sad, I'm very depressed, okay, a lot of problems, okay, these are all what you call negative thoughts and thoughts bring forth corresponding emotions. So many people think that they are how they feel, all right, oh, I'm always feeling down, I'm always feeling, you know, sad, so that is who I am, I'm a very sad person, I'm a very depressed person. It's not true. That's not who you are. That is only your soul realm, okay? Where you think, because you think so much about all these negative things in life, then you have everyday feeling this type of feeling, you know? Every time you hear some news, you're already down. And you think that, why are you so negative? Why are you always feeling down? Why are you always feeling hopeless? Is it, in the end, you, just, you conclude yourself Right, that is through your soul area that you are a hopeless person, <laughs> you know, or everybody can, you know, be strong, you know, you seem to be every time down all the time. Actually, that is your emotion, all right, because of the thoughts that you are thinking, and that is your soul area, all right. So, the Bible tells us that when we are born again after we have received Jesus Christ. Okay, something happened to us, all right? And that new creation says, all things have passed away, right? And all things have become new. So that new, then we say, hey, I don't feel new, ah. maybe for a few moments. Lah. <laughs> you know, when I ask Jesus to come in, I feel new. And after that, wah, you know, I'm feeling miserable again. I'm feeling no joy. I'm feeling sad. I feel like crying. I feel like giving up. I feel like dying. You always say, I feel like, right? So, and then you think that's you. That's so we define ourselves by how we always feel and we define others by how they always show their feelings and emotions. But God don't define us like that, right? God tells us the day that we ask Jesus into our lives, all right, when we said that salvation prayer and said, Father Jesus, you know, I acknowledge you as my Lord and Savior, Okay, come into my life, come into my heart. That day, the new person is not your mind, okay? Neither is your body. Your body is ruled by your five senses. That's why that, uh, man only has five senses, okay? Um, the other sense that connect to God or the spiritual realm, the world cannot understand. They call it the sixth sense, okay? But we know that it's actually the spirit sensing. So without the spirit born again in Christ, you have the five senses. Your smell, your touch, your feel, uh, 
yeah, your emotions, right? So come from there, how you feel. And then the uh, hearing, what you hear, okay? And your smell, taste, okay? This uh, comprise your body, what it tells your body, all right? So this three-part being, when we understand more of how we were made up, okay? Then we will understand, all right? how God created us and how to be uh, strong and victorious in our life here on earth, right? So that we will not be ruled and controlled by our negative thoughts, all right? Which the Bible says that all the, the thoughts uh, are uh, contrary to, to God's, the way God thinks, right? Even in Isaiah, God says, my thoughts are not your thoughts, my our ways are not your ways, okay? So it starts from the thoughts. The thoughts will bring the emotions. So remember, your feelings is not you, okay? The real person is the one, your spirit. It's like the uh, Proverbs 20, 27 says that your, your spirit is the candle of the Lord, okay? It's the light. So because of Adam's sin, that light blown off, <laughs> okay? The light, your 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 uh, body is your dwelling place for the, or the home or the house for your spirit. And then this house at first got light. When uh, Adam sinned, the light went off. That's why you say it's dark. So that spirit cannot, when it's dark, can see, uh, cannot see, right? Cannot see God, cannot see direction, don't know where to go. Okay. So taking this body along, but don't know go where. Just look into the physical, everything ruled by the five senses. Oh, I hear bad news. Then I feel scared. Then I begin to meditate on all the bad news. All right. And then the corresponding emotion is what? Fear. And if we think about uh, our past, the mistakes that we have made, the corresponding emotion is emotions of sadness, regret, guilt, shame. All right. The shame that we feel for, felt for you know, having made a wrong decision. Okay, so it's a little bit complex, but actually when you uh, put it nicely, it is not that complicated, right? Because God said very clearly, all right, the day you receive Jesus, your, he gave you a new spirit. So that's why inside you, all right, the spirit lives inside this body, right? Inside you, you, you begin to feel a peace, a peace that you don't understand, okay? Because the mindset, why am I feeling peace? Huh? In the world, got so much problem. <laughs> but suddenly, there's a peace that comes into your heart. Okay? So that is your spirit that was born again. So it starts with peace. Why is there peace? Because you are now, you come back to the father. There's a reconciliation. It's like you were separated and lost. Okay? You is that spirit. Okay? Then when you receive Jesus, you go back into the father's embrace all right into his arms so where, where is the safest place all right the most peaceful place of course it's in the arms of daddy god heavenly father that's why that peace comes into you all right so there will be no more separation so jesus said it's a peace that you can pass all understanding that means you have the soul right the soul understanding is what i can only have peace when everything is peaceful around me <laughs> when everything is all right that is the sole area of trying to understand peace. Okay, so, oh, no more lockdown, no more virus, everything fine. 
then you have peace. That is the soul area. Okay, but the peace that God gives us is into in your spirit that has does nothing to do with the uh, surrounding you, all right, with your mind. Cannot reason it out. So you can tell, I don't know, but I feel very peaceful. <laughs> right? So this is who you are. You are a spiritual being. Okay, you're a spirit being created in the image of God. So God is a spirit. So when he created Adam, he breathed his breath or his spirit, Numa, into Adam and Adam became a living soul, right? So now he can think, right? And at that time, because there's no sin, all right, his, his thinking is in line, he's in a state of innocence, okay? So he, he still walk with God. Okay, but he, he still has, but his emotions are all uh, happy emotions, good emotions, feelings of good, because that time sin had not come in, had not become corrupted yet, okay, until the day he sinned. But so the day when a person uh, born again, but what happened is, uh, you know, remember in Genesis chapter 2, verse 17, right, God said to uh, Adam, what did he say? <laughs> Anyone remember? Yes, Robert Lowe. I have I I need to use a do a little bit of uh, interaction. Can't remember. <laughs> Very cute, Robert Lowe. <laughs> Anyone here remember the day that you every tree of this garden, every fruit of or the fruit of every tree of this garden, you can eat, but. From the, the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you cannot eat. Because in the day that you eat of it, what will happen? Continue. You will surely <laughs> die. Huh? You will what? surely die. Ah, so in the Hebrew, it is two deaths. In dying, you shall die. Okay, remember our Bible is a translation. Okay, so sometimes the translation do not bring out the actual meaning of the uh, written word. Okay, so in Hebrew, it means two deaths. The day you eat of this fruit, in dying, you shall die. Meaning, but the key, there are two deaths. So there is a spiritual death, there is a physical death. Okay, so the, he died spiritually first. Because if you say, if we, if we only understand through the English translation, you say, you shall surely die. And then we think that is, eh, did he die immediately <laughs> after he take the fruit? Hello? <laughs> did uh, Adam straight away drop dead? Drop no, only spirit died. Ah, we, as the way we think it, right? Normally, if we are not conscious or realize that we are spirit, soul, and body, and we say, you shall surely die, by right, we will think that he will just drop, he will just drop dead. Lah. The physical body die every, you know, no more already. Because we're only thinking in terms of the physical, right? But God created us three parts. Okay. So in dying you shall die means his spirit died. His spirit lost the contact with God. Then it will result in physical death. Because man physically was to live eternally. God created. Adam to live forever. Of course, if he didn't sin, right? But because he sinned, so he had to die. So why he, he, he still physically continued to live another 
this is good for you all to remember because this is a very short uh, introduction of, of uh, you know, who you are or how God created you and what he meant, uh, he intended for man. Okay? You don't need to remember too many statistics or figures if you don't like figures, but try to remember this one. Ah, yes. <laughs> okay. so, thank you. So, Adam lived another 930 years before he physically died. Okay, why 930? Because the Bible says that God's timing and our timing and calculation is all different, right? That's where we learned about uh, yesterday, you know, God is not uh, one plus one equals two. This is the logical mind, right? When he blessed, his five, uh, five plus two become to feed 5,000 or even actually altogether about probably 15,000 people. So you can imagine how much the loaves and the fishes were multiplied, right? If we learn how to move in the spirit, walk in the spirit, is it? In Ephesians, Paul says what? Walk in the spirit because we are spirit being. So this session, all right, developing the hidden man of the heart and building our spirit man is all about for us to realize that we are spiritual being, we are spirit being in Christ. Exactly, we created like Jesus, okay? Only we are, are limited by this mind, all right, of think, the thinking that is of the world, the very logical thinking, <laughs> you know? And therefore, we limit God and limit ourselves, all right? Because you know, Christ lived on this earth without limit, right? There was, there was nothing that limited him, even the rain, the storm, right? Sickness, disease was no, not a problem to him. Money was not a problem to him, you know? provision, nothing. Devil, also nothing. So this, after he died on the cross and we received Jesus, right, we became the new creation where? In the spirit man that is created in Christ, after Christ. So the way he lived his life so powerfully without limitation, okay, is the same way we too, as his sons and daughters, can live our life, right? Once we recognize and realize who we are, all right, as in our spirit and why our spirit cannot move like Christ moved because of the mind, all the wrong thinking in this mind. And also we all are always ruled or controlled by our five senses, okay? What we see, what, when we see a sickness, a disease, immediately we feel gone because we succumb to our physical senses of like seeing the fever, or feeling the fever, or feeling the pain, and then that is by the five senses. The, the other one, some of our mind, by what the doctor say. Okay, so the spirit that was born again, all right, feed on the word of God or what God say. Now it is totally, totally, totally what God say is totally, 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 hundred percent. Okay, different from what the world say, what we have learned through our school, our university, not to say everything is no good, okay, but the, that, the, 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 the way, all right, is totally different from God's way. Because why? In the world, it is still go by natural, right? Because the, 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 the part that go, what we call miracle is a part that to... Uh, science and medical science and every other area in life it cannot be it don't make sense 
it may, don't make sense to this mind. You understand? So if we continue, so a person can become a Christian, right? In the spirit, having received Jesus, right? And if they don't understand that they are still controlled by the five senses and the carnal mind, all right? The, the wisdom of the world or the thoughts and thinking and belief system of this world, which are put in them, not only through the schools or the educators, or when you go into the working life, right, by the motivators, okay, you will, even our parents already instill the worldly uh, belief into our minds, okay. So that's where when a new, uh, new, even Christians, right, as long as they, are, they don't renew their mind, okay, they will also bring up the children in the same way as the world. The only thing is that you receive Jesus and then hope for one day, go heaven. <laughs> Some people are not even sure that that salvation is, you know, forever. Some Christians, right? That's why we need to understand the word of God to bring us the total uh, freedom in, in living this life on this earth. So it starts with our life in Christ starts with our spirit. All right, so just, uh, just reminded, go back to the 930 days. Why 930? Because the Bible says, God says that a day on earth, eh, sorry, a day in heaven is a thousand years on this earth. So when God said to Adam, in the day that you eat that fruit that you're not supposed to eat, in dying you shall die. All right, so spiritually first cut off already. All right, we've got that communication. And then, the, the physical death will not cross because it's about in the day, right? Will not cross that day, which is to God a thousand years. So that time he lived until 930. Nobody on this earth, even the, I think the longest living one, I think must be, I forgot his name already, Methuselah or something like that. Yeah, he lived also about 960 something years. No one lived more than 1,000 years, okay? According to the word of God. See, when you have God's word inside you, you have the wisdom from above, okay? So, everything that God said definitely will be fulfilled, all right? And we are seeing, today we call the end times. <laughs> end times mean <clears throat> God uh, has a plan, a uh, purpose, all right? Uh, pre prepared in the Bible, you know, God is not mysterious, he doesn't keep uh, things from us. For us means his children, all right? Um, he already put everything, all his plans, his purposes. That's why you, what you call prophecies, all right? Prophecies is foretelling the future. And God already tell us everything that's going to happen, all right? From day one until the day Jesus will come again the second time, all right? And all is about. Same 7,000 years, seven days as in the way God created uh, this world, this earth, all seven days. So you, you, you will see whatever is happening in this world is in alignment with God's word. <laughs> That's why there is one of the things why, you know, when we know the truth, we are not in fear of what's happening in the world today. It's just happening according to prophecy, to God's will and God's plan. All right, so God has already prepared everything. God has prepared for you and me to be born again, right? Through uh, Jesus' death and resurrection of the cross. Okay, so the, the once we find out through the word, the truths, all right, 
uh, spiritual truth, how can you be worried? <laughs> All right? You are in the, uh, you know, the hands of your heavenly father who already know what's going to happen tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. And for the believers, for his children, he has already prepared good things for us. Definitely. That's why if we don't know, right, then we miss out. We will, have, we will go to heaven if you have received Jesus, but we'll miss out the life of uh, peace, all right, uh, joy, uh, blessing, health, healing on this earth, which is promised to us as his children. Okay, so God bring us together, all right, to learn about who we are in him and who he is. Okay, if you cannot hear me, you do the waving eh? because sometimes the, the note come up. You know, your connection is unstable and all that. All right. So it's very interesting, right? To know our spirit man. And for some of you, uh, you're taking that step to move out of this box, okay? And into walking really into the spirit led by the spirit, all right? Romans says what? Those who are led by the spirit are the sons of God. So we have heard this before, but what do you mean by led by the Spirit are the sons of God? Okay, most of the time, led means what? Someone lead you, someone guide you, okay, to take a, make a decision. See, everything in life is a result of decisions, right? <laughs> we make decisions. We make decisions to take bath or not to take bath, right, Evelyn? <laughs> okay, so to eat or not to eat, all right, to work or not to work. So to marry or not to marry this person or that person and so forth. And most of the mistakes in life or the regrets in our life are because of the decisions that we make. But what kind of decisions did we make? From our spirit, from our body, five senses, or is it from our carnal mind all right so a believer can be a believer having received a lot and never renew this mind okay never change the thinking at all okay still thinking maybe god don't love me maybe god allows sickness to come to teach me a lesson maybe god wants me to be poor you know so all this oh i have to fight <laughs> you know i have to use my own effort like what ching was sharing i must uh you know take care of my own family all right, if they go out, I must worry. <laughs> if you don't worry, you know, it's like I don't care for my children. Yeah, so you see, all our thinking is contrary to what Jesus said. Because Jesus said, don't worry. Then you say, okay, quote the scripture, don't worry. But you actually worry, right? That means that we are actually taking, we want to be in control. Who is the we? Coming from the mind, all right? The thinking part of us. Right, that we are used to, especially if you have, you know, we have used to be independent in our life. Okay, we make all the decisions without, I mean, the time before knowing Jesus, or even could be after knowing Jesus too. That means the spirit man haven't grown, right? Because the spirit man is a part of you that's supposed to make the decision in life, in every area of life. Okay, I'm not talking about the logic, right? Whether to brush teeth or not brush teeth. Okay, that one, God still allow our, you know, created us with common sense. Okay, so don't mix the common sense with uh, the spiritual uh, the leading. So we are to be led by not a set of rules. Though sometimes religion is a set of rules, generally. Okay, but Christianity 
It's not. It's a person that talks to you. <laughs> okay? That, that's the rules, you know, the book that you open and then talk to you. No, you just read and then say, number one, do this, number two, do that. Okay? But doesn't, if you do wrong already, the book doesn't tell you, hey, it's okay, you know, don't feel sad. <laughs> the book don't tell you, right? The book tell you, oh, you do wrong, you will be punished. Lah. That is your, the result of disobedience to the, to the law or the rule or the guide. But what we have is a relationship with Jesus Christ, all right? And the Holy Spirit coming into your heart and my heart and speaking to you, all right? The word of God, you know, uh, jump out to you. The rhema, okay, you have the word of God as uh, logos and rhema. Logos is the written word. Rhema is the quickened word. So that's why people, a lot of people can study the word of God as logos. That means just in the head knowledge, but forgetting, not knowing, not really realizing that they are spirit being. And it is, the word is, the word is what? Communication, right? To God's communication, communicate to us through the word. First, the word that was manifested in Jesus, right? In the form of Jesus when he came physically 2,000 years ago. And then the Bible say that his word to us is the communication from our Heavenly Father to us. Isn't that how we communicate to each other? <laughs> we use, we speak, right? The main communication is the words that we speak to each other, right? So if you say, I hate you. What, you already communicated <laughs> that you don't like me, okay? And then, I love you, all right? You, using the words, you already communicated, okay? So, that the, what you want to say, how you feel towards me, right? So, God communicated to us his heart, his plans, his purposes, all right? And through his word. So, it's how important, right? And to know his word from our spirit otherwise you have miscommunication <laughs> okay so we say oh we miscommunicate one another right human being and then become a lot of problem right isn't it when we have misunderstanding is miscommunication so most believers even children of god have a lot of misunderstanding about god because why miscommunication <laughs> okay they think that god is ready to punish them. That God, you know, so far away, right? Does he know you exist? Does he care, you know, that you are crying, that you are in pain, that you have made mistakes and that you are living in regret? Does he care? So if we don't know what he says through his word, not through somebody tell you, okay? Through his word, okay, that he loves you and he's, he, he already done, finished the way of bringing you back into his arms, into his everlasting love, into his wonderful future for you, right? You will misunderstand God, right? And you think that, okay, God is someone that I need to give some money for charity. <laughs> God is someone that, you know, uh, I need to wake up early and pray to him, you know, and read the Bible. So, all misunderstanding. God is one who died for you. He did a sacrifice, right, that human being cannot do. Right? Even if you want to do, to die for people, we are not qualified, okay, because we, we are born in sin. 
our blood is tainted with sin, born from Adam, but only Jesus, the Son of God, is qualified. And he also willing, willing, qualified and willing. You can be qualified and then you're not willing, right? He is willing. He wills with all his heart to save us, to heal us, to bless us. So when we come to him, he is what? Father, right? The one who loved us so much. He says what? Anything you ask in my, in my name, I'll give it to you. But most of the time, we don't have this understanding that our God is that good, right? That's what you call grace. Again, what's grace? A very simple few words. Getting the good that you don't deserve, right? So the devil tried to stop us from knowing God, right? And we can only know God through our spirit, not through this mind. This mind just needs to be renewed. So when you are born again, the spirit man is the one that got connected back to God. The light, the light, right? Remember, your, your, your spirit is like the candle of the Lord, okay? So the light went off. Now, the moment you ask Jesus, come into my heart, because he's light, right? Jesus is light, and his light touch your candle, and you begin to burn bright again. So now you can see, only thing is you need the guidance from the word, okay, for uh, how to communicate back to God, how to, you know, how to walk in this spirit, right, and not be, uh, misunderstand God and lead the life that, you know, uh, miserable in our feelings, in our emotions, every day ruled by emotions, okay, anger, you know, sadness, depression, okay, this is not God's will for us, okay, but now it is not only like his plan, the day you're born again, you have that ability, supernatural, because who is inside you, right? Not only your new spirit, okay, but the spirit of God. Okay, let's go into the, uh, the word, all right? So today, we're going to talk about your spirit man, okay, in the aspect of it's a pioneering spirit. So we have many areas of the spirit man that we have uh, been learning. Okay, today is about the spirit man as a pioneering spirit. Okay, so first, the word pioneering. Okay, when you hear that word pioneer, you're always in the world, we always think, oh, it must be so-and-so, you know, one big shot, <laughs> one big person who started something. Okay, and you, uh, for the rest of the people, we'll say we are not pioneers, lah. we are just followers. Okay, so let, let's see. Why I, I put there, all right, that our spirit man, everyone spirit man is a pioneering spirit, all right, a different shape between uh, individuals, pioneers in certain ways, okay. Pioneers is a leader, right, if you understand the word, uh, trailbla trailblazer, all right, someone who showed the way, forerunner, pathfinder, okay, a person who is one of the first to settle in an area, so you have uh, people who come from other countries during those days, they colonize, you know, the, the other A Asian countries. So they are pioneers, right? <clears throat> the first one to settle. So if you all want love to do this, like what Al Alfonso or whoever <laughs> in the history, right? Then you can travel and they come find, discover a new island and then you can be a pioneer there. 
a person who begins, right? Someone who starts something, begins or helps develop something new and prepares the way for others to follow. Okay, so understanding this straight away, we will assign the meaning of pioneer as a leader, all right? Someone who begins something or starts something, all right? So others can follow, all right? So in the world, in the business world and the corporate world, everything inside this world, there are a few pioneers in different industries who start something, start your iPhone, you know, the, the, the inventor, okay? Then others follow, okay? The word pioneer also means, it's all in the uh, dictionary, to prepare or open up a way or a road to initiate, originate, lead the way or innovate in, lead and guide a person. Okay, to be a pioneer, you would be likened to a member of an infantry group going with or ahead of an army or regiment to prepare the roads or terrain for the main body of troops. So in an uh, example of the army, all right, you'll be the general, all right, the, the commander of the army all right, to lead your army to conquer the land. All right? So you are a pioneer, you are a leader. So there are in the whole army, there is not normally only one, <laughs> okay? Only one general or commander, chief or commander, right? So Jesus also is the captain of the host, only one, okay? So in the natural, we will see that there's only one, okay? Then we look at that leader, and then we call him the pioneer who started it, who got the, the vision or the courage or whatever to do that, to go into uh unknown territories, all right, to cultivate, to conquer, and all those things, all right, innovate, lead the way, okay, so this is our general understanding of pioneer, all right, main body of, uh, to lead the others, so others will follow, okay, starting something new in whichever industry, so here, they talk about the army, okay, first, uh, before that, all right, remember, our spirit, just now we are talking, spirit man, okay? For here's what I'm going to do. Ezekiel prophesied about the new birth that we will experience when after Jesus has gone to the cross, all right? And died for us, this is what's going to happen, okay? For here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take you out of these countries, gather you from all over and bring you back to your own land because he was talking to the Jews first. I'll pour water over you and scrub you clean. I'll give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. Okay, even here today, you can understand already, right? Why must God talk about new heart and new spirit? All we knew was a body. <laughs> okay, to most people, you talk about spirit, they say, huh, where? I cannot see. Huh? <laughs> so they say, very few people realize that they are spirit being. That's why we ask them to define the spirit. They don't know how to define the spirit. They only define the spirit through the ghost story in the Chinese show. <laughs> where the spirit, you know, where all white one die already, you call ghost, and then they jump, 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 jump about. So oh, that one must be spirit. Lah. You know? So you, you got spirit or not? I'm not too sure. Lah. <laughs> okay, so because why? Right, it is hidden. Right? That's why uh, uh, Peter refers to it in uh, 1 Peter 3, 3 and 4, about the hidden man of the heart. Let the beauty right, be the hidden man of the heart. That means what? This whole body, which is your house, cover already. You cannot see the spirit. 
So we are so ruled and controlled by senses. We even make decisions, all right? That there's no spirit. Some people don't even believe they got spirit, okay? Because why? Cannot see. See is part of what? Part of your five senses of the body. So what is hidden cannot see? The conclusion, the decision that you make is don't exist. See? Wrong conclusion, right? So with a lot of people say, God don't exist. Because why? They cannot see God. So they go to build those uh, idols so that they can see. See as in the five senses. So what you call the world calls today, I only believe what I can see. Very sad. See? If you hold that belief, then you miss out on the real realm, the spiritual realm. You miss out on God because you cannot see God with your physical eyes, okay? But you can see God from your spirit eyes, yeah? So that is very powerful, okay? So God says that, all right, uh, the prophet say, God will give you a new heart, right? Remember just now I talked about Genesis? The day that Adam sinned, all right, our spirit died. The light went off. Okay, so now God is not going to overhaul or renovate the uh, no re, uh, do a uh, you know build up upon the old one. God totally give you a new one. You know, sometimes we go to the shop, right? We buy clothes also. Then after trying already, what do we tell the sales girl or the cashier there? What? I want a new piece. Ah, yes, I want a new piece. Right? We don't want the, you know, the, the one that's hanging there. So God knows, all right? And he says, I give you a new piece, okay? A new one, okay? That means this one, this new heart, this new spirit will not malfunction, <laughs> okay? It's not like, you know, things last for a certain number of years. Then, you know, when we buy things, we want, uh, cheap, last long, <laughs> and then look good also, right? So this is one, only thing about your spirit, man. It lasts forever, but it's not cheap. Ah. <laughs> okay, it was paid with a, a price that is uh, beyond uh, value, right? Priceless, the blood of Jesus. Okay, see how valuable you are. You are, first is the spirit, then you understand the whole being. Okay, so... Jesus had to pay that price of his life and his blood to buy you, all right? So how valuable are you to him, right? You, you, today we see the, what is most valuable by the price that, that people pay for it, right? It's not so much, uh, we don't dis decide how, what the value, the demand the, will, will uh, put the price, okay? So when God put the price on you and me, it is priceless. <laughs> See how valuable you are? So never think that you're not good enough because he, he's blood, right? Just like, I don't know, there are so many branded things in this world today, right? So they are, you know, trying to uh, become more, uh, more expensive than the other, but it's based on the demand. If there's nobody want that piece, whether it's a Chanel or whatever, the price will drop <laughs> because nobody wants it. Ma. So why are you so valuable? Anyone can answer? Because Jesus died for us. <laughs> yes. But because, remember just what I said, why is the thing so valuable? 
because it is demand. It's in demand. Somebody wants it. That's willing to pay, no matter how much. So who wants you? God. Yes. God. God. God wants you. Can you ever say nobody wants me? I'm nobody's child. No. He wants you to the extent of paying that price that nobody will pay, giving his only beloved son to die on the cross, his blood shed, so that he can have you born again. See how valuable you are? The same way, right, value is put on a thing. People pay how much for a thing, <laughs> you know, that can, you know, fire burn also gone already, your Chanel bag. And it costs how much? But our life, you, Jesus paid, right, with his blood. That is because God wants you. God wants you to be his child. God wants you to be his daughter, to be his son, to represent him, to reflect him on this earth, to live the life of joy, peace, you know, uh, and uh, forever with him after, after we finish this life on earth. Okay, because the body will have to decay, will have to do because of sin. But God already planned a new body, much nicer, much younger looking, much more beautiful, but will never have sickness or disease. So here, we're still subject to, but because if our, yeah, we can overcome, all right? So we wait for the day we will have the new body. But today, sickness and disease don't have to rule over us. See, so how much? Your value is depends on how much somebody wants you. Okay? So don't ever look at yourself and say, why were you born? All right? And you're no good. That is the thinking and the lie of the devil. Okay? All right. So God give you a totally new one. Right? This whole, your spirit man is new. So remember, it is your heart and your spirit that is new. Okay, but because we have a mind and body, the body not new, the mind not new. The thinking, the thoughts, not new. Eh? If not, you say, I'll give you uh, new, new thoughts, new spirit, new body. No, okay, right? The new heart, the new spirit. But this new heart, new spirit can be so powerful and influential to your whole being, right? If we feed it properly, like the way we feed our physical body. Okay, then it says, I'll remove the stony heart, okay, which talks about our former condition, which the, in the New Testament, uh, Paul refers to as our old man, right? which is the old heart. Okay, from your body and replace it with a heart that's God will, not self-will. See, he didn't ask you to love him all right, uh, by your own uh, 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 ability. Okay, he put that heart with the desires for him, he put it inside, but he put inside where? Your spirit, okay? I won't go too much into the heart and spirit. It, it takes quite long to understand that one. Earlier, I already explained that one, so you can go, uh, 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 because I have other things to share today. So if you can go to the earlier uh, teaching about heart, okay? So God already give us now the ability, all right, to choose, because you still have free choice, all right? It's a will. Right, to choose to do his will, 
all right, which is all good for us, not our own view. It means we have to say, some people, we always say, I can't, lah, I can't, you know, I, maybe I want to, to serve God. It's in Romans 7, uh, chapter 7, where Paul talks about the old man, all right? If you are using, you are still under our mind, thinking. So the thinking will go like this. If we don't understand that God has already put everything into our spirit or the heart. I cannot, uh, I want to serve God. I want to do good, I want to do the right thing. But I end up doing the wrong one. Okay? That's because we are under, we put ourselves under law. And we don't understand, okay, about the new nature that's inside us. So once we, then the answer at the end of Romans chapter 8 is what? I can overcome this old man through Christ. It says, but thank Jesus for the victory. And then the second, the next chapter is chapter Romans, uh, chapter 8, verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Okay, so the, the connection there, the break off, the break off point from being controlled by the mind, the carnal mind and the senses to the freedom of the spirit is at the end of Romans chapter 8, a 7, and the beginning of Romans chapter 8. There is now no more condemnation to those who are in Christ, which is your new spirit. Okay, that, that new spirit man in Christ is a newborn again spirit, okay, where there is no sign of the old <laughs> that's in your spirit, okay? The mind still thinks old, okay? But the spirit has no sense of condemnation, right? Even the old car, right? It's, has a little bit of dent, you try to overhaul, there's still some old things inside, right? So it can still fail, right? At a certain point, okay, you take back to the mechanic because it's still old. That's why you want to buy new car. <laughs> then you have this in your head, ah, new car, let's break down, okay? So don't have to, you know, why? Because you know new is always better. It has nothing of the old there, okay? So when God gives you a new spirit, okay, from you know, the old one that is always uh, have some condemnation inside, have some guilt inside, have shame inside, the spirit that is, you know, always put down, right, by the devil because it is a fallen uh, spirit, all right? But he gave you a new one. The new one in this spirit where there is no more guilt. God removed every sin, okay, from you. This new spirit man, all right? It's completely white and pure. You can find the whitest, purest sheet of paper. This is how you look like. White, clean, no dot, okay? Not even one dot. But is it you do? No, it is. He give you one, all right? He wash. He has the, God has the best uh, detergent, <laughs> okay? So sometimes we have, you know, uh, we have stain, in our clothes, right? So we try and find the best de detergent to, to wipe off the stain. Otherwise, you know, if you are like me, the eyes very sharp one. In that sense, you know, one thing move out, actually I can see already. <laughs> one thing, one little part of my body out also I can notice, <laughs> you know? So one little stain, it's like other people don't see, but you see, okay? 
But now, if God has already taken, remember there's a scripture, he has already deleted, erased all your sin or stain upon your spirit. That's why he gives this new one, has no stain. And he said that is how powerful the forgiveness of sin is. No more stain in the sight of God. Not even one dot. Okay? That to, the one dot is reminding you of what? You know, if you drop a coffee <laughs> onto your shirt, especially white shirt, right? And then you cannot clean it off. Every time you look at that stain, are you reminded of something? Of course, right? You're reminded of how that stain was there. That you spilled that coffee or somebody banged into you. <laughs> and knock into you and there goes you know and then only one small state but when you look at that you are reminded of your past you're reminded of what happened huh you say i shouldn't have walked so fast uh. i shouldn't have turned and banged into evelyn uh. you know she boxing one and all so <laughs> she'll spill everything on you okay so every time you look at that state you are reminded of what you shouldn't have done but how wonderful the new one okay you Throw away that shirt, get a new one. You will never be reminded of that stain. That's what God did for us. Okay? He threw away, you know, by the blood of Jesus, the best detergent is the blood of Jesus. Right? Clean totally all your sin, all the things that you did wrong, even in the conscience. Okay? That's why he gave you now a new conscience. The conscience is the voice of your spirit man okay how your spirit man talk to you is through your conscience okay there's a voice there that tell you all right you are a sinner so no one or you have done wrong what is right what is wrong every man was created with that conscience that is the voice of your spirit okay so when jesus washed our our uh, sin and uh, wrongdoing away okay he gave us the clear conscience okay where we don't need to bother think about our past sins anymore even present and future all washed away okay but then do we want to sin answer is in romans chapter 6 no because of the new nature that he put inside you that he says that i give you this heart all right this new nature that is now God will, not self-will. Something happened, all right, when you got born again. Something very powerful. No more stain. That's why you are the righteousness of God, right? Just now Wendy was saying that, okay, uh, it's so powerful, that revelation of being the righteousness of God, being understanding more and more that God don't remember your sin anymore. Right? The devil only keep on pointing at the stain. Then you just tell him, I changed clothes already. <laughs> okay, I threw, God has thrown throw away the, the old clothes that got a lot of stain. Okay, And now I have put on new clothes. The robe of righteousness. This is how God sees you. Okay, So valuable that he decides that he chooses to put that priceless tag on you and buy you. All right, then you belong to him now. The devil cannot touch you. And then after that, he gives you new baju, <laughs> new wardrobe, okay? Whereby the devil cannot point at any stain. Cannot see, uh, because this supernatural wardrobe uh, or dress, all right, or, or, or clothes is all white. 
no matter what you do, it will always be white. Uh, you can still bang into Evelyn and then pour the Starbucks coffee. It will still have no stain. Why? Supernatural. The supernatural cannot be stained by the natural. The natural realm cannot touch the supernatural. All right? So anything in this world that you do can no longer touch your spirit because natural cannot go to supernatural. Okay? So in the sight of God forever, you are his beloved, pure, righteous, right standing, all right, as if you have never seen son or daughter. You treasure your spirit man now. <laughs> okay, so let's continue. As in a pioneering. So we talk about Joshua. Okay, uh, Joshua is the army leader after Moses to lead the children of people uh, Israel into the promised land, Canaan land, right? This is the part that earlier I was telling the, the rest of you. Uh, who was, who was, uh, we were in the other plane, <laughs> okay, aeroplane, okay, and uh, we, we were about to, in that plane, all right, we were about to enter the promised land, okay, uh, but suddenly, uh, well, uh, something, uh, God, God intervened, and then um, we didn't fully enter yet, <laughs> okay, we were, you know, God was leading, we were teach, I was teaching on this, uh, going into the promised land, we crossed the Red Sea, we crossed uh, River Jordan, and the Lord didn't allow me to talk about, just before the teaching about going into promised land to conquer Jericho, well, we had to change plane. <laughs> okay, all right, now my, some of you may not understand, but uh, that's roughly this, this is it. So we changed plane. Okay, some of us change plane. Plane just means that um, they have a destination. Okay, but it's uh, every church, all right? Every church is like a different plane, all right? Uh, and you, uh, God put you in that plane, all right? To, to go into the destination uh, uh, led by your uh, pilot, okay? To but all go end up, of course, in the work of Jesus, all uh, right? The, the different churches, okay? Uh, the different vision and the different destination, uh, all of course, end up in serving the Lord. Yeah. So we changed plane. And even in this uh, Beauty for Ashes ministry, beginning is, is, is today, this is the second month. Yeah. Uh, I haven't had the release to go into uh, continue with Joshua until today. <laughs> oh, yesterday. Okay. When I prepared. So that's why I was saying it's exciting. You know, now finally, okay, after whatever has been. Uh, share the different teachings is to prepare us. So because just before uh, going into Jordan, we had to renew our mind, right? Have the right mindset to go into the promised land. And now God, uh, Holy Spirit gave, right? The understanding and that we are go going into Jordan, are uh, going into Canaan land already, okay? Going to possess our inheritance, okay? So after the death of Moses, the servant of God, God spoke to Joshua, uh, Moses' assistant. Moses, my servant is dead. Get going. Cross. 
this Jordan River. Okay, you and all the people cross to the country I'm giving to the people of Israel. So we know today, all right, conquering the promised land and the inheritance also now belong to us as the new creation in Christ, all right? <clears throat> but we have something extra that they don't have because at that time they don't have Jesus, right? Today we have Jesus, spiritual, everything, all the blessings in Ephesians chapter uh, one, and then plus the, 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 uh, the, the physical, all right? So first thing Joshua told them, uh, God told them is that the, you're going into the country I'm giving to the people of Israel, all right? Today, our country is not on this earth, okay? We will eat of the, the good of this land, of this earth, but our country is where? <laughs> the spiritual realm, the kingdom of God, okay? The heavenly realm, all right? The realm where your spirit man just love it. <laughs> when you let loose your spirit man to take charge in your life. <laughs> You love this realm because this country is the supernatural country of God, the kingdom of God, where you rule over sickness, you rule over disease, you rule over lack, okay? You rule over fear, over guilt, over condemnation. This is the country, all right, that we are now in and we represent the kingdom of God. All right, the heavenly realm. That's why uh, Paul says, right, the kingdom of God is not eat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. This is your country. For the spirit man, okay? And then it will flow through to your physical as well. I'm giving you, so for them, it was the natural land at that point. I'm giving you every square inch of the land you set your foot on just as I promised Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, east to the great river, the Euphrates River, all the Hittite country, and then west to the great sea. It's all yours. So when they're going to cross to the promised land to possess that promised land, right, which is uh, yesterday we saw, for those of you who were in yesterday's session, all right, about the grapes. This promised land is in the natural, already in the land of Israel. It was better, bigger, you know, than all the other countries around, the physical countries. So our country that God has translated this into, all right, by receiving Jesus Christ, is the spiritual kingdom, right? The spiritual realm. Therefore, in this spiritual realm, everything is supernatural, <laughs> right? It will be manifest, everything is bigger, your abundance more, your no lack, yeah, spiritual uh, uh, miracle healing, health, divine health, where everyone grows younger, okay? So this is your country, and it's all yours, okay? When you read uh, Ephesians chapter 1, you know that we have been blessed with all spiritual blessings, which include earthly blessings as well, everything, right, in heavenly places. So it's all yours. That's what we are learning about, to inherit what is all ours, in our spirit man, only your spirit man can grab it because your carnal mind will probably say, huh, <laughs> really? Okay, so the more you renew this mind, then your mind will go in line. Your spirit is very excited. 
because it was born that way. It was born from that kingdom realm. So when you when the, the spirit hears things about wow, abundance, about health, divine, your spirit is very excited because this is where you're born from. This is the water that surrounded uh, you, you know, in the womb, in the natural. All right. So in the spiritual, can you imagine how excited your spirit man is to listen to, you know, that you are uh, born with a great plan and with good things that God has for you. No punishment, no guilt, no shame, no lack, no sickness, no disease can touch you. No virus can touch you. Right? Your spirit man is very excited. Only problem is <laughs> this mindset. <laughs> Why? Because not yet renewed will say, can or not? <laughs> the doctor just said, cannot. The doctor just said that, you know, I was born with this sickness. I was born with this disease. Ah, so immediately close down, shut down. Okay? So where we develop this spirit, man, we don't allow our mind to shut down what God has for us in the spirit anymore. So that one day you will come to that place, your spirit man rule and make the decision. Yes, I'm going to live in the spirit. I'm not going to allow the limitation of my old man or the senses to rule me. Okay, that's where faith comes in because the currency of the realm of God is faith. All right. So, and then it says, and your life, no one will be able to call out against you. See, in the spirit, it's very hard to, the, the mind, the carnal mind will say, you know, very hard to believe. That's where you say all the doubts come in. The doubts, all right, of real or not, because all these things are like too good to be true. <laughs> okay, whatever God says are too good to be true. You, you live a life of no worries, of no fears, even when outside is so scary. Yeah, it's too good to be true. Too good to be true to who? To the carnal mind and to your senses, five senses. Okay, but to the spirit man inside, it is definitely super exciting. <laughs> the spirit man is just waiting to come up and take over <laughs> and lead you to walk on water, to live in that powerful realm of abundance, of provision, of uh, health and healing, all right, of righteousness, his righteousness. And he says, no one, the international already is so powerful when God told Joshua to tell the people of Israel, all your life, okay, it's about all your life. Sometimes you cannot even register that yet. All my life, ah, what about 80 years old already? Uh, still healthy, man? <laughs> In the natural, 80 years old, not healthy. Ah. So, you see, you see where the, the God's word and our mind and our senses come in? Mm. So it's all your life. That means, you know, in the word of God, God promised to your old age, to your gray hairs. So it's okay, uh, Robert Lowe has gray hair. <laughs> it's in the Bible. What does he promise? To your age of gray hair. Ah, yes. Uncle T also. Right? What? What did he say? I will provide for you. I will still take care of you. It's not we make sure our bank account got enough. After all, in the end, the money in 10 years may not have value anymore. <laughs> According to the word of God, right? There will come a day where money, cash, all right, has no more value. It's the end days, all right? So don't hit up, you know, by fear, you know, to, to, for our future. God will take care, all right? If he give you abundance, good. 
keep on giving <laughs> in order to make sure that you know your, your riches grow don't hoard it give it away give it as the holy spirit lead, lead you and it will never run dry right the the, uh, the, the, the the multiplication process keep on going that is god's principle god's way of taking care of you okay so his promise is there already to your gray hairs i will carry you i will bear you right i will provide for you i'll be with you no one will be able to hold out against you in the same way i was with moses i'll be with you i won't give up on you man give up on us right human being what i mean right and but god see his word is so different right i hope that through all these uh, sessions you begin to understand right the word of god uh, because sometimes we hear if you've been born in christian family or on the church for a long time these verses are like i know already i heard already okay but it cannot become life to us because of this obstruction here okay? we don't even realize we are not receiving it okay so it says i won't give up on you but our own mind the kind of mind i'm happy to see the contrast right many people give up on me i also give up on myself already <laughs> That's the worst part, right? Okay, for some people. How can, you know, really, really God say he won't give up on me? What does that mean to you when God say, I will never give up on you? Does it hold any meaning? Yeah, it's how precious you are. That means I will see you to the end of the journey of this life. Is this is all your life, ma? So give up. Is this, okay, let's put into the... Uh, trash can lah give you know when you give up on something you either put one side not you know cannot use properly anymore you put one side god will never put you one side right if you believe what he said all right i won't give up i won't leave you so in the moment in this world so you're coming out of it okay some of you because we don't know who we are so i also went through all that right? when i uh, progressively know more about god of who, who God is and who I am. So we go through a lot of hardship, a lot of uh, struggles in life, right? But God is taking us out, okay? And he's telling us, but one thing I know is no matter what I went through, he never left me, right? Because when I was young, in Sunday school, <clears throat> excuse me, I thank God for Sunday school years, okay? So when you deal with children, those days, actually, the old songs are much more powerful. <laughs> Today is all about bang, 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 bang. Right? Sometimes you don't even know, you know, in the new kind of music, they bang so much until you don't have any lyrics at all. You cannot hear anything. So at the end, the, the, the person just get confused. Maybe just have more heartbeat. <laughs> heartbeat more on it, beat faster. Some die, actually, heart attack. Right? All those are... I don't know, metal, uh, hard rock, and all that. People die from that. Okay, that is the devil's uh, music in hell. So be careful, don't go into rock metal, right? But <clears throat> those days, right, these are called classic, uh, classic songs that last forever. Why? Because it's just based on few words. And one of the words uh, of a song that I learned in Sunday school that kept ringing in my ears, a lot of those songs actually saw me through even until... Uh, today, right? And one of the things is, no, never alone. No, never alone. He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. Just a few sentences. 
And it, every time when I feel alone in my life, these words will come back to me. And, and of course, those of you who know my age, you know that that's like how long ago? <laughs> okay, how long ago? Many, many decades ago, okay? So, but yet, why? Because it is about God's word where he promised never to leave you. And as a young child, about 10 years old, when I went to Sunday school and sang all these, they were all short, short uh, scripture songs, right? You may say, oh, 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 tune, okay? But the words are never old. The words are forever. Because they are Jesus' words. He promised never to leave me. And it will carry me, it carried me through to the most difficult times of my life when I felt so alone. And these words, it's like Jesus saying, no, never alone. Of course, there's a, there's a tune to it. Uh, but uh, I'm, not in a, I'm not good at singing, so I'll just give you the words, right? So remember, even those of you who are in youth ministry or children's ministry, right? It's not about the music. Don't, no doubt, yeah, we follow the times, okay? But to minister to them is the lyrics in the song. The lyrics, it should be the voice of Jesus talking to them, yeah? And not just stirring up emotion. When I was in my 20s, like uh, Daphne, that was before I got married, all right? I was also, I was very down, depressed, emotional, already a believer, okay, before getting married, uh, living alone in Kuala Lumpur. And I used to not, I didn't really know new creation. It was only later. Uh, not through Joseph Prince, but earlier where God led me to uh, actually EW Canyon, as I shared uh, with you, with some of you, EW Canyon, I found, I understood the new creation and that changed my life <laughs> drastically, okay, to know that's why my heart and passion is to teach the new creation, okay, because it changed my life. Okay, if it can change my life, it can change yours. <laughs> and it is from the Bible. It's the truth. I've experienced it. If I'm not experiencing it, I won't be teaching you all. Okay, spirit, soul, and body. So it's about this new creation spirit, man, that is so powerful. Totally, if people who know me today, or not even today, a few years ago, right, from when I was in my early days, below 20 years old or 25, right, I was a totally different person. Okay, so what happened was I used to listen, all right, after work to those sentimental Christian songs, Christian sentimental songs, okay, of those days, lah, okay, and it, 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 it sort of like, uh, I, thought, I thought it comforted me because at that time I didn't understand spirit, soul, and body, okay, so those songs like, you know, they are sentimental, <laughs> you understand? But it's Christian, right? So in the, the people who have this joke, you listen to more sentimental songs, you become mental. <laughs> okay, so here, don't listen to sentimental songs, you know, when, uh, you know, all, just bring out all your emotions, you know, I'm feeling hurt, Lord, you know, take my hurt, take my pain, you know, and what happened is you are dwelling on the hurt and on the pain. Today, we, we are not going to dwell on the hurts and pains. The moment you see who God is, who Christ is, and who you are as the new creation, the pain also go, the hurt also go. All that is from the thoughts and the emotions that are negative, that is from your old man, automatically disappears. All right, When your spirit focuses on Christ and see him 
and then you see yourself because you will reflect, right? You see Christ, who he is. So remove sentimental songs, okay? And with the lyrics and let the Holy Spirit guide you to the, the songs of worship that is all about Jesus, all right? Not even much about ourselves. And things will begin to happen, okay? What you focus on, all right, is it reflect back, right? Jesus, the word of God is like a mirror. Jesus is like a mirror. You see Jesus, you reflect him. If we see ourselves in our emotions, negative emotions, in all our, you know, this one, this is what we will carry as we walk along in life. So I won't give up on you. I won't leave you at strength and courage. You are going to lead these people to inherit the land that I promised to give their ancestors. Actually, God gave me this scripture as a, as a rhema years ago when I was in my twenties, uh, you know, but I marked it off. Okay. So that was the first ministry that was in, right? but today I think this, I enjoy the, this, uh, I believe it's the last ministry like, huh? before Jesus come. <laughs> okay. Don't tarry anymore. Okay. So, and God has brought you wonderful people in this last ministry. Okay. To possess the promised land, to get into, go into the promised land and take and eat everything that Christ has for you that you have inherited. And then not only that, you don't become fat, all right? You also lead others, okay, into this promised land, right? Like don't eat here already, quickly call the sister to come and eat, <laughs> right? That is how it is, okay? Not just we eat ourselves and then enjoy, share with others, okay? Bring others in, all right? Some of you also have been uh, doing that. Bring others in, okay? Otherwise, you eat only yourself, okay? So you are going to lead others to inherit the land of the, the promises of God as well. Give it everything you have, heart and soul, okay? Especially now, we know this is the last day. Probably this is the last ministry, all right? Before Jesus come, give it everything we have, our heart and soul, so that when... You know, the rapture comes in a very short time. When we see Jesus, we're so happy. We don't have regrets, although he'll wipe away all our tears, right? How good he is, right? But just give all your heart and soul. If you anytime you want to witness, don't wait for go to heaven first and then say, okay, now I want to start preaching the gospel. <laughs> no need already, okay? Yeah, do it now, okay? Now go and share the good news, all right, with others around you. Make sure you carry out the revelation. So to conquer that land, to go inside this promised land that God has prepared, okay, there is a, 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 a instruction, a revelation, all right, that God gave to Moses to give to Joshua, to give to the people. That Moses commanded you, every bit of it, don't get off track, either left or right, so as to make sure you get to where you're going. Ah, so the day you're born again, all right, or even you're born on earth, right? We need to know where we are going, right? <laughs> so that's why there's a lot of motivation in the world today, your purpose in life, you know, where are you going, your destiny, your destination, which is normal. You're born to know where you're going, not just born, live, die. And then or some people don't even know if, about the life after death. So don't go, get off track, especially when we are children of God. Right? There is a track and there is a purpose. There's a destination for us. 
don't get off track, either left or right. So who always try to make us off track? The devil, right? And the carnal mind will not allow you to pursue, all right, the path that God has prepared for you. The ending that is so beautiful, he will try to distract you through your five senses and the thoughts of this mind. So those are strongholds, okay, that uh, Paul says that we need to cast it down. Everything that is against the way that God thinks, tear it down, destroy it, cast it off. Don't get off track. Know where you are going, right? Ministry, a ministry, a pioneer or whatever started need to lead the people to their destination. First of all, let them know where they are going. Whatever we do, we must know where we are going. We just don't simply do something, okay? And don't for a minute, let this book of the revelation, not even for a minute. That's why in the, it's day and night. Let, uh, let this book of the revelation, that time was, of course, the, the law, right? Today is the word of God. Be out of your mind, right? So we need to renew this mind. Ponder and meditate on it on uh, Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> when we have a session, Noah, day and night. Day and night, you say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, which day? Okay, it says every day, every night. Okay, the more you ponder day and meditate every day, every night, the faster you conquer this country, <laughs> okay, this spiritual realm, the faster your spirit man will live and move in this spiritual realm because the word of God is totally different from the word of men, of your teachers, of your uh, unsafe parents, of the, you know, the world. And the more this mind gets renewed with the spirit, this is the word of God, what happened? The more obstruction. No more, you know, you want to walk. You want to believe God for healing and then the mind said, Can, cannot heal one, lah, God. <laughs> Very hard. Lah. Never experienced before. No Panadol, I sure got headache one. So <laughs> obstruction, gone the promise of god that you can have uh, you know receive that special divine healing as a spirit child and then no condemnation ah, every day i got condemned bombasted you know sixty thousand thoughts telling you how unworthy you are la. you did the wrong la. you say the wrong thing la. you stole your mama you stole your dad la. you disobey of course we are not saying that you don't you know you go and do all those things right but those things are hitting you Right. Are you, how are you going to be free from this? From the washing of the word of God. Remember, take bath physically. Take bath every day. Spiritually also. <laughs> right, Evelyn? Yeah, now she take bath. I'm not that she don't take bath. So there was a joke okay, between her, right? You know, and I'm like, okay. So uh, day and night, then you practice. And then the last part, even more important, because the, the, the physical man, it's not used to doing the spiritual things, okay? The things from this heavenly realm, spiritual realm. It's not used to believing God for removing the headache, but it's used to taking Panadol. Okay, so I'm, I'm not against uh, medication, right? But just helping, because here is, there's no condemnation. Here is also just guide us. You, you, you go according to your uh, time, right? When you able to believe and you can see it then you practice it all right 
So I'm not the one that said, okay, now take out your spectacles. Go <laughs> okay. say you can, you have perfect eyesight. Then now you must take out, no. Right? When you keep on feeding, 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 there will come a day when you feel, eh, I'm here already, ma. What I need? Uh, then you can do it. All right. So, but everything also starts somewhere. That's why I told you the pioneering spirit is the beginning. All right. It's the first time. So you put into practice the first time your spirit man is a pioneering spirit. Okay. Put aside the one that uh, conquered the land, the, the general first, since uh, 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 here at this place. Okay. Your spirit man is a pioneering spirit means that there is a first time. There is a beginning. So your spirit man wants to take that step of faith. Okay? So that is also what it means by your spirit man is a pioneering spirit. Because if sometimes we got born again and never do anything. <laughs> the spirit man just sleep there. <laughs> okay? Everything is still done by our five senses or decisions are still made by five senses and by the mind. So the spirit man just sleep there. Sometimes eat and then go fat on it. Okay, so the pioneering spirit, that means you begin to take action in the realm of the spirit. You hear the word of God. So for example, in your own body, all right, in healing, then you begin to take that step and say, Lord, I want to start this. I want to begin to have faith in you to trust you for my healing. Begin to type, begin to offer first time, all right? Taking that pioneering spirit, begin to trust him, which is something that you have not done before. And then what else that you can begin to do? Begin to share the gospel with someone, okay? If you have never always been in fear to talk to people about Jesus, Right? You have a pioneering spirit. So the mind will tell you, oh, you are very scared. After the persons reject me, how? You know? And then after, you know, we have a lot of reasons in this mind, right? Correct? Make disciple. Ah, oh, you are even more scarier. <laughs> but who is the one who make disciple? A disciple is the one who make a disciple. Jesus said, right? We are talking to the disciple. Make a disciple, that means you begin to nurture someone. Can you imagine your life is so meaningful when after you, you first bring that person all right, to the Lord, okay, share the gospel or just bring, all right, then after that, you are the one who start to train, who start to impart, who keep uh, uh, one, one by one. Okay? And then you see, wow, this person grow. Right? It's just like the years that I put into uh, nurturing you all to make disciples of you all because I just don't want a baby. <laughs> I want a baby that can grow. And then after that, you will disciple others. You will lead others. Okay? So because everyone has that pioneering spirit within you, it's the spirit man. So don't let your spirit man just stay there. Rise up. Let that spirit man rise up and start pioneering. Okay? I'm not asking you to go to... Uh, uh, whichever country, you know, to Cambodia or what, to go and start a work there. Just say that your spirit man is capable of talking to another person and tell them about Jesus. Why? Because the spirit man has no more fear inside. Hmm? Start doing things that 
in the spirit you have never done before. That is your pioneering spirit first. Okay? All right. Practice everything inside it. Then you will get where you are going. Yeah. You can say, I'm going, I'm going to the, you know, I'm going spiritual realm. We are building a spirit man. And then never get there. <laughs> What's the destination? The destination, the end of it is to what? To bring you to maturity, to be able to bring others in also into this country, to eat of the goodness of God, to taste of the goodness of God and make disciples. So you produce, remember? We are the vine, we bear fruit. Okay, so if you are fruitful, you, you are giving birth. And then after that, you wean them, you uh, nourish them, grow them. As a mother will grow a, ch a child, physical one. Spiritual is the same. You don't need to be a pastor. All right. You don't need to be an evangelist or whatever to do all this. You have a new spirit man that is able to do all this. Because it is born a pioneering spirit. Yeah, it's just the, the wrong thinking. This is what God is, has given each and every one of us. You have a natural desire inside your spirit to go after God, to do God's will. To look, when you look at a person who is, uh, I think I shared this once before, right? The time also I didn't quite fully understand. When I go to the supermarket, Right, or we pass, especially our Pasar Malam uh, in uh, KL, right, Petaling Street for Malaysian. There will always be along the path, there will always be someone uh, who is crippled or, you know, like cannot walk. Of course, it could be a syndicate or whatever, I don't know, right? But there will be these beggars who are lame or, uh, you know, crippled and all that, begging for money. Okay, now, what happened is every time I pass, there's something inside me, okay, that will say, this person can be healed. <laughs> you know, Jesus can heal. You know, it draws my heart there. And then it feels like, you know, oh, how nice. I go and lay hands and that person, you know, get restored and get healed and then can walk. But of course, most of the time they're not doing it. <laughs> right but what is that until one day I, now I cannot remember where I got it from right? I got the understanding that it is the spirit man in you that always is in, in the realm of the supernatural that always look at all these things that's happening and always have the you know, knowledge and the desire to say that Jesus can heal this person you know and that to have that compassion that Jesus had that is your spirit man, right? So there's no condemnation, but let us be aware. If you have that thought, that means your spirit man is talking to you. <laughs> okay? If you bypass and then you say, oh, <laughs> then, then a spirit man is just sleeping. It's okay. You need to just wake it up. Wake it up. Or, or no, no. The spirit man wants to, to talk to you, but limited, you know, blocked by the, the mind and the senses. Okay, so it is not you are bad. Okay, it's just that you are not aware. Okay, and uh, the spirit man not uh, not able to talk much. So now, right, let that spirit man come in. It's very natural because when Jesus walked on this earth, right, his his destiny, his uh, purpose in life was to what? 
set the oppressed free, right? He said he went about doing wonderful things, doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the devil. So there are so many people around us today who are oppressed by the devil. You go to work, you will meet them. You walk along the street, you will meet them. Even in social media, you will meet them. Okay, they are oppressed. Yeah, but God's heart, Jesus came, right, to destroy the works of the devil. And he had destroyed the works of the devil on the cross 2,000 years ago. And he created us as new creation, that new spirit with a heart exactly like Christ, with compassion for the sick, for the poor, and then with the power, all right, in us, all right, to heal the sick and set the captives free. This is what he put inside us, okay? And then, that is your spirit man, okay? Don't be timid. Don't be discouraged. Where is the part, the place of fear in you? It's in the mind. It's in your past, in your experiences. It's in your hurts, okay? That's why we feel frightened. We feel scared. We feel timid. And we feel discouraged, right? But in the spirit, the spirit man is exactly built with the courage, with the power, dynamis. When the Holy Spirit came upon you, what did he give you? He gave you dynamis, supernatural power. It's resting where? Staying here. All right? And that's where I will always remember uh, Robert, uh, Rehab Bonke say, right? Why you want so much power? <laughs> we ask Holy Spirit, give me power. Holy Spirit, give me power. And then you sit in your sitting room. And then you don't do anything. Right? So the one, the, 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 the runner, the marathon runner, okay, the fastest runner on earth, okay, he, when, when do you see his power? Is when he's on the track running. If you sit in his couch, do you, you see him as an ordinary person, right? You don't even know he's the fastest runner on earth. Same. There's so much power inside us, right? Where, how is it going to be released? When you, as the new creation, as the new spirit man, all right, in Christ, go out and pray for the sick. All right? Lay hands on the sick. Cast out devils. Then you see the power coming forth through you. Okay, then you will get what you are doing. Then you will succeed. Haven't I commanded you? Strength, courage. Don't be timid. Don't get discouraged. God, your God is with you every step that you take. This is where your spirit man will jump up. Then Joshua addressed the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. And he said, remember that Moses the servant of God commanded you what he commanded you. God, your God, gives you rest and gives you this land. And your wives, your children, your livestock can stay here east of Jordan, the country Moses gave you. The most first thing is to realize that God has already given us. Okay? And renew this mind because this mind say no. This mind say, wait until I see the healing. Wait until my body no more pain. Then I believe that he has given me help or healing. Wait until the money come into my uh, bank account. Then I am, I call myself rich. This is ruled by five senses. Correct? 
Yeah. So for conquering, possessing the land, your inheritance is the other way around. The spirit man is by faith. Believing first, and then you see the manifestation. So God, Joshua tells them the, the mind. All right, first they have to conquer here first before they can conquer the land. That they must believe and know deep within them, which is actually their spirit, right? That God has already given you the land. That means we believe in our spirit and in our mind, our thoughts, okay? That God has, Jesus has already healed us. Jesus has already given us the blessing even before it happens. And when you believe that is what you begin to speak, right? Remember, I shared with you one time about Smith Wigglesworth, a great evangelist of God, right? And then he prayed for, you know, a lot of people get healed in his uh, uh, meetings. And there was this lady who had this goiter. Yeah. And then when uh, he, he, the goiter didn't disappear. Was still there, but when they were called for testimonies, this lady went up and then gave testimony that Jesus healed her. And then the quarter is still there. So for the people who are ruled by senses, okay, they will say, not healed. Isn't it? Because we decide based on what we see and feel. So we see the goiter there, how can it be healed? Healed to the net to the to the mind, unrenewed mind is. After the manifestation, then only healed. But in the spirit, right? This lady believed that God already healed her. It's just a matter of time before the goiter disappeared. And true enough, right? I think one year or two years later, the goiter was still there. And at the meeting, she went up again. And there was a time for the manifestation. She still declared that it was Jesus had healed her. And then the people this time laughed at her. And then they said, Lady, can you please, before you give testimony, can you please go back home, go look at the mirror, and then look at your pointer. It's there. And then she went back. She was not discouraged. See, the spirit man will never be discouraged because the spirit man knows that God never give up on you. What has done is already done. Okay, the finished work. Then she told God. Now she talked to God. Because these people provoke her, right? And then she said, Lord, I know you have already healed me. These people don't know. Can you show them? <laughs> and the next day, the goiter disappeared. The manifestation happened after she believed and declared the word of God over her life. She know that this man of God had already prayed for her. And also, according to the word of God, she's already been healed. Okay? So, Faith is always speaking first, believing, speaking first, and before the manifestation. The realm of the senses is I need to see first, then I believe. God's kingdom realm, all right, the country that we are possessing or that we come from and that we are in, is believe first, speak, and then you see the miracle. But you, tough soldiers all, must cross the river. Okay, so we are crossing over to our, uh, the, the promised land, all right? In battle formation, leading your brothers, helping them unto God. Your God gives your brothers a place of rest just as he has done for you. So you have been blessed, all right? Don't just keep the blessing to yourself, okay? Bring others, help others to come in to the kingdom of God, all right? To their inheritance, to see who they are in Christ. The joy, the peace, the blessing, spiritual, material, everything. All right, don't just keep to yourself. You see, as a pioneer, all right, 
you have within you the ability to lead others. Don't look at yourself anymore as you are not a leader. Okay? It's not a leader in terms of the world uh, definition of leader. In the terms of God's definition as a leader, it's just a pioneer. Just do things for the first time in your life from the spirit. That is what God has given you. All right? Just step into uh, the things that you have never. Take possession of the land that God, your God is giving them. So today, our possession is uh, of the land. It's a spiritual blessings of health, of healing. Take it. Okay? Make the decision from your spirit. When God says you are healed, I'm healed. Don't dis discuss with God or argue with God. No, doctor say not healed. <laughs> you know? But God say healed already. Oh, okay, you want to have a long argument then, you know, you waste a lot of time. Okay? If you believe, right, just simple heart, just believe. This is what you say, Lord. You have healed me, then I believe you have healed me. Okay? And then I begin to speak and do Practice it, all right? Act upon it, okay? And you will be, and then help others, right? Take possession of your inheritance, all right? Of uh, whatever the word of God said, the, the, the government of praise for the spirit of heaviness, practice it. Have you practiced it before? When you feel down due to emotions and, you know, those wrong thoughts, right? Then you start to praise God. That is your antidote. That is your, you know, how God uh, settled that issue for you. Just start praising Him. Just start thanking Him. And the spirit of despair will go off. Okay? Then you will free to return to your possession. Okay? Then they answered Joshua, everything you commanded us, we will do. Whatever you sent us, we will go. We obey Moses. We obey you. We just pray God is with you. Okay? This is under the Old Covenant. <clears throat> okay? Joshua, son of Nun, secretly. Now, this Joshua sent uh, out of from Shittim, two men as spies. So haven't gone, haven't conquered yet. All right, crossing over now. He sent two spies to check out. Then go look over the land, check out Jericho. So the first city in the promised land was Jericho. So I won't go, uh, talk about conquering Jericho today because otherwise it will take another two three hours. So next week probably they left and arrived at the house of a harlot. Harlot is what prostitute. Name Rehab and stayed there. Okay, so first place they arrived was the two spies was the harlot, the prostitute house. So prostitute is what a person who has a horrible past, right? Despise sinner, sinner. Okay, sinner like all of us before we receive Jesus. The king of Jericho was told, "We are just learned that men arrived tonight to spy out the land." So Jericho is the enemy, right? Uh, people in the land that belong to the God say, I give to you, the children of Israel. They are from the people of Israel. The king of Jericho sent word to Rahab, so they have a king. Brought, bring out the men who came to you to stay the night in your house. They are spies. They have come to spy out the whole country. So Rahab, as a prostitute, a sinner, also come from the enemy camp, okay, which God already commanded those days is a physical one so that the children of Israel are to kill everyone okay so the woman had to had taken the two men and hidden them so this person Rahab took the two spies from Israel so they are from the enemy camp right she said yes 
two men, to the king. Two men did come to me, but I didn't know where they come from. At dark, when the gate was about to be shut, the men left. But I had to no idea where they went. Hurry up, chase them, and then you can still catch them. So she bluffed the, the people, right? She actually taken them up on the roof and hidden them under the stalks of flax that were spread out for her on the roof. So the men set chase down the Jordan toward the forts and soon they were gone, the gate was shut. So he sent away all these uh, people. But the spies were down for the night. The woman came up to them on the roof and said, now this is what saved Rahab. She was also supposed to be killed already because God already uh, told uh, Joshua, right? Take the land. That means kill all the people there at that time. Okay, under old covenant. The enemies, they were enemies. So she said this. The woman who is a heathen, who is from the uh, who has who is not the Jew, who is not a child of God or, or a people of God. She said this to the spies. I know that God has given you the land. The one who is the unbeliever, in other words, in today's uh, time, is the unbeliever. The one who has not yet born again. The unbeliever is the one, the sinner, okay, the sinner. Today we are no more sinners when we have received Christ, we are saints. She is the one saying, I know that God has given you the land. Remember earlier, Moses, Joshua told the army, God has given you the land. He was telling the believers, the children of God, God has given you the land. So today, when God tells us believers, most some believers don't even believe <laughs> that God has given us the, you know, all these blessings. But this unbeliever on the other side, no, right? Very strong word. I know that God has given you the land. We are all afraid. Everyone in the country feels hopeless. We heard. They heard. They were the enemies, okay? They heard how God, see? Faith come by hearing. Christians need to hear more. <laughs> Non-Christians hear and they believe and they receive Jesus. Sometimes Christians hear and still don't believe. Right? You are the child of God. The, the inheritance is yours. Hear more and believe. We heard, they heard how God dried up the waters of the Red Sea before you when you left Egypt and what he did to the two Amorite kings east of the Jordan, Sihon and Og, when you put under a holy curse and destroyed. So they have already heard about the children of Israel, about this nation of Israel, about three to four million pe people. All right, of how God helped miracles happening. God let them, you know, uh, delivered them from the Egyptian miracles of the Red Sea, crossing the Red Sea, all right, and the River Jordan, all that, parting the Red Sea. They heard about the God of the Israelites. Some out there need to hear and who is going to bring uh, about uh, Jesus? Who is going to bring the, the, that knowledge to them about Jesus? You, okay? <laughs> we heard how God dried up the waters. So they heard the good news. They heard about God. So we have been hearing. Time to go and share with others so that they can also hear about how great God is, how good God is. Not the misunderstanding of God who doesn't care. We heard it and our hearts sank because they, they were not God's people, right? 
So they know about the Jews, the covenant. God will always protect because the Jews were a covenant people. Whereas the heathen, the non-Jews or Gentiles, they have no protection because they were not God's people at that time. We all had the wind not out of us. This is the modern language. And all because of you, you and your God, your God, the God of heaven above and the God of earth below. Rahab, a prostitute, a sinner, heard about the God of the Jews. And she said what? Your God is the God of heaven and the God of earth. You know, the heathen also got many gods, huh? idols. All right? But she recognized that the God of the Israel, of God of the Jews, is the God of heaven and earth. That means the most high God. Lah. And what happened? Now, she promised me by God, I showed you mercy. Rahab talking to the two spies from Joshua. Now show my family mercy. Give me. So she already know that Jericho will be taken over by the Israelites. Before even the, the, the army came in, the Israelites come in because she already heard. All right? She believed what she heard. And then she asked him for mercy. And give me some tangible proof, a guarantee of life for my father and mother and my brothers and sisters, everyone connected with my family, save our souls from death. She cried out to who? To the God of Israel. There are many people out there in the world today who are crying out to God, who don't know how to come to God. Will you be the one to Go to them and tell them. Our lives for yours, said the man. Don't tell anyone our business. When God turns his, his land, this land over to us, we'll do right by. Uh, she lowered them, then she by you in loyal mercy. So the promise, okay, you know, because you, you hid us, you protected us, right? We will promise that when we come and take over Jericho, you and your household will be protected. We won't attack your home. She lowered them down out of the window with a rope because her house was on the city wall to the outside. So the house is in the wall. And she told them, run for the hills. So Jericho is a place that has a strong wall around it. All right, Next time I'll tell you about the Jericho. Run for the hills so your pursuers won't find you. Hide out there for three days and give your pursuers time to return. Then get on your way. Okay, the man told her, in order to keep this oath, you made us swear. Here is what you must do. So faith always requires a corresponding action. Hmm? Don't say, I believe, I believe. No need to do anything. No need to do as you no need to work for your salvation. But there's something that she needs to do at that time because Jesus haven't died. But it is symbolic of what Jesus was going to do at the cross 2,000 years ago. Hang this red rope out of the window through which you let us down and gather your entire family with you in your house, father, mother, brother, sisters. Anyone who goes out of the doors of your house into the street and is killed is your own fault. We are not responsible. So the spies told Rahab, or the sinner, all right, to put a red rope out of her window, which is at the wall. And then put all your family inside there your brothers, sisters, or then when the attack comes, all right, we will, when we see this red rope, we will not attack this household. You all in this household will be protected. 
but if everyone or everyone within the house will take full responsibility. Anyone lays a hand on them, it's our fault. But if you tell anyone of our business here, then the oath we make is cancelled. So you say, okay, if that's what you say, that's the way it is, and you send them off. So this is what a picture so that you can visualize it. She left and she hung the red rope out of the window. So the whole window is the you know part of the wall, right? Her house is there. How thick is that wall? And then you see how God, next week we will see how God you know, broke down that wall. It's incredible what God told me. Okay, so the red rope tie there, right? And and must uh, come up because the soldiers only recognize the, the red rope to spare that house. All right, if there's no red rope in that window, all will be broken down. And it's also amazing, actually, it was God who broke down the wall. And I won't go into that next week. Rahab, so what did Rahab do? So this red rope, is what? It's, a, it's like the trait of redemption. The, the blood of Jesus, right? The blood of Jesus. So because she put the blood of Jesus, all right, to on her on her house, the window of her house, she's protected. All right. Same with us today. All right. Even the Chinese, right? Today, during Chinese New Year, they put the, the red cloth, right? It all comes from the beginning representing the blood of Jesus. The protection for us and our family is all under the blood of Jesus. Okay, so she, as a heathen, okay, who don't deserve the mercy of God, asked for mercy, and he, she was told that you can only receive mercy putting the red rope from the window, which today is the gospel about the Jesus Christ. Right? It foretell the future. That Jesus' blood is the one that can save you. So each one of us right, need to be under the blood of Jesus by asking him to come into our heart right, as our Lord and Savior. So actually it's Jesus who saved her, right? Rahab exchanged her horrible past. Rahab had a past, just like all of us. Okay? We were all sinners. But she believed, right? She believed what she heard about the God of the Jews. Today, if we are any sinner who believe that the, the gospel, Jesus, the God of so-called the believers, the Christian, right? What we can do? Our past is gone. She exchanged by her faith and in action, she did it. She can say, I want must I do that, right? No, she, she followed whatever the spies told her. So in the end, there was an exchange of her life, all right? Uh, new life was given, her, her life and the family's life was spared. Exchange a horrible past for a glorious future with God's people. I believe that, you know, she was the only family safe in a protected in Jericho. That means she became, she believed and she became part of the Jews, Jewish people, adopted in. Right? So today is the same. Right? In Christ, okay, we are, our past is gone, however horrible it is. What one of the most the world looked down upon is the profession of a prostitute, right? Very natural, even Christian also look down if it unconsciously, right? Until God convict us, right? Of God. That's where grace is that Jesus. You know, sinners can be saved. So 
the past for exchange for a new future, bright future, glorious, because now she become part of the Jewish people. So when a person receives Jesus, no matter what your past is, whether you are the worst sinner on this earth, you have done the worst sins, okay, God will not punish you anymore. That the blood of Jesus already washed your sin. So that today you have a new life, you can inherit and experience and enjoy all the goodness of God. Oh, again. Uh, uh, yeah, just now I was talking right, a little bit about Rahab, right? So this, as a sinner, come under the blood of Jesus. As you receive him, you exchange the divine exchange. Horrible past for a glorious future in Christ Jesus. Not because of what you do, but because of what Christ did and how much he loves you. So in the new covenant, after Jesus, that was in the old, Jesus called the 12 to him and sent them out in pairs. He gave them authority. So today, I believe most of us here are, are believers, right? To send them out in pairs and gave them authority and power to deal with the evil opposition. He sent them off with these instructions. Don't think that you need a lot of extra equipment. You are the equipment. You are, all right? The hands and the feet and the mouth of Jesus. No special appeals for funds, for funds, no luxury inns, get a modest place and be content where you live. So what were they sent out to do? If you are not welcome, not uh, listened to, quietly withdraw, don't make a scene, shrink, shut your soldiers and be on your shoulders, be on the way. And then they were on the road. They preached with joyful urgency that life can be radically different. Wasn't uh, Rehab's life radically different? from a prostitute to someone valuable because God don't see her as prostitute anymore. And I think she married uh, one of the leaders, right? I don't know whether it's Joshua or who, you know, Rahab. And then Rahab, Rahab became the ancestor, the line where Jesus came from. See, when God chooses you, he don't look at your past anymore. He can use a sinner and even though the worst sinner, right, to be the ancestor of the line where Jesus came from. Correct, our brother, Robert Lowe. <laughs> okay, just in case my, I got a few people confused. Okay. Yeah, Rahab, you know, God chooses people very strange, right? you know, not like the way we think. We don't want, we'll be like, I'm so ashamed. Ah. My ancestor is a prostitute. Ah. Jesus was never ashamed to come from the line, you know, of Rahab. Yeah, because his blood was powerful enough to wash away her sin. And in the eyes of God, it's as if she has never sinned. See, how beautiful what God do for us. So never look down on someone who is a sinner. Because if you look at a sinner, we are the more worse sinner. Then they were on the road and they reached and they preached the, what? the good news. Okay, today, preach good news. Don't join the world and say, yeah, yeah, it's quite terrible now. <laughs> okay, if they tell you, you know, the world is getting terrible uh, uh, and everything is uh, bad, we as believers don't say agree with them. To tell them, speak out. That is the pioneering spirit. Okay, speak out and say, yes, that's what the world's experiencing. But God's children are blessed. Because I don't want me to tell you why. 
I share with you the good news. You hear bad news outside them, outside there. But the good news is that Jesus loves us and he protects us. He has blessings for us. We are protected by the blood of Jesus. Be on the road preaching the gospel. Okay? That is your pioneering spirit, everyone. And he uh, brought what? The gospel that is radically, that can, the life that can radically change people. Right and left, they send the demons packing. Demons have to run, all right, when they see Jesus. And who has Jesus inside? You. <laughs> you, every one of us have Jesus inside and the Holy Spirit. They brought wellness to the sick, anointing their bodies and healing their spirit. Do you see what this means? All in Hebrews, all these pioneers, Joshua, you know, and all the, the, you know, the, the great men and women of God in the Bible, they were referred to as pioneers, right? And they blazed away, right? Fire, that means they show that they shine so bright, like a blaze, like a fire, okay? That the way is now open for people to walk the, uh, uh, that way. All these veterans cheering us on. It means we better get on with it. Strip down, start running, and never quit. No extra spiritual fat. Okay, don't just eat and then become fat, right? <laughs> Exercise and uh, by sharing the gospel, right? By talking to others, by sharing this wonderful news. No parasitic sins, okay? They were all pioneers. So we all have this pioneer spirit inside us. Keep your eyes on Jesus who both began and finished this race we are running. The author, right? Study how he did it, okay? If you don't know how to do or don't know what to do, look at how Jesus do. How did Jesus do? Very easy, right? He just speak on it. <laughs> just believe, okay? Believe and then cast out devils. The most important is he know who he is. That's why this spirit man development and uh, all right, it's about knowing your identity in Christ so that you don't let the devil push you around anymore in this world okay because whatever he do we can do that's what jesus said all right the things that i do you will do and greater things because i go to the father and send you the holy spirit because he never lost sight of where he is headed so the pioneer spirit i had to keep their eyes you just born again or you know you just developing your spirit only recently never mind never too late all right but keep your eyes where on Jesus, okay, on the where you are heading, that exhilarating finish with God. He could put up with anything along the way because Jesus knew where he's heading, all right? Only Jesus, uh, the destiny is to go to the cross. Our destiny is not go to the cross, okay? He died for you to live. So don't ask to, don't commit suicide, <laughs> okay? After you become uh, born again, right? You are to live. Put his life, gave it on the cross, died so that you can live. If not die so that you can die and go heaven, you will go heaven, but live on this earth as he lived, all right? With your spirit man in charge, in control. So, but what caused him to live and not give up? Or what caused him to go to the cross, right? Jesus, the Bible tells us, right? He had the cross. He had the shame also to deal with. He was here. Wasn't it shameful to be stripped naked? 
to be beaten, to be spat upon. And then we, we tell the Lord, oh, I go through all so suffering. Uh. Actually, when we see Jesus, there's nothing to complain or so. You know, what he went through for us cannot be more than what we go through. The cross, the shame, whatever. Because why? He, he know now he's here in a place of honor right alongside God. Because of what he chose, he had a will. Remember, the soul is the will, will your mind, emotion. He can choose not to go to the cross, but he chose. All right? And then he went through the cross, the shame, everything. And then he was seated at the right hand of God. Now, God don't require us to go and crucify ourselves anymore. <laughs> to put us at the, the throne, at the right hand of God. So wonderful. He just put us there because of your faith and belief in Jesus. He was our sin substitute. He was our mediator, right? He took the punishment of your sin and my sin so that we today also can be placed at the right hand, seated with him at the right hand of the Father. This is amazing grace, right? The song that we sing. This is amazing grace. If there is no uh, way to, to explain grace than this. Right, that you don't deserve because we are sin. Jesus was without sin. We deserve hell, but he put us because of what Jesus go through, we are now can be seated in a place of honor, right with him. Okay, when you find yourself flagging in your faith, go over that story again. If ever you are, you know, your mind starts talking to you nonsense again <laughs> and then you, you know you feel discouraged you feel uh god real or not real you know i suffer so many you know, all the thoughts that the devil threw on you is god real is jesus real blah 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 right go to this story to the cross jesus and then what happened that long uh that after you see what jesus went through for you that little persecution that you go through <laughs> the small thing that you know somebody said to you uh yeah why you spend so much time with uh in uh, uh, uh in beauty for ashes in the zoom wasting time that small thing only very small <laughs> okay matters nothing anymore sacrifices to jesus who can you know in the last uh in revelations we talk about the crown of reward that are given to uh, the, 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 the saints of God, why they love themselves even not unto death. That means the person who can even sacrifice to, to die for Jesus already. All right. Don't talk about death. Small, small things are so sometimes you find it so hard. How can we really live for the Lord is when you go back to the Lord and see what he went through for you. It's not about I trying to be a better Christian, you know, trying to be a leader or whatever. See what Jesus did. And the Holy Spirit will give you the, remember just now, he said, I, I will give you, I will give you the strength. Everything is in your new born again spirit, right? Even the desire, the will to serve him. That will shoot adrenaline into your souls. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, it's the same but in different version. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that's so easily entangled. And let us run with perseverance the rest, the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on our problems, <laughs> on your persecution, on your challenges. No, fixing your eyes on 
Jesus, which is the word also as well. The pioneer, Jesus, the first time this pioneer, or, or rather this word pioneer, refers to our Lord Jesus. In other, it is actually the meaning of author, the first one who began, who started, right? The perfecter of our faith. He was the one who put faith in you. He was the one. Our first faith to believe in him also came from him, right? He started it, okay? We didn't start anything. No big deal, okay? Jesus is the one who loved us and gave us the faith. He's the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith, the beginning and the end the author and the finisher of our faith. How not to trust him and to give our lives to him. Because he not start your life, he knows how to end it. <laughs> and it's a good ending, right? Where? Ending at the right hand in heaven with God. But there is a life to live here. Remember yesterday? To work in his vineyard. And that is also not hard work. He's a good uh, rewarder. And for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross scorning is shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Today we think, oh, how many sacrifices are given to God? How much time I sacrificed already to give to God? Remember the yesterday message? We calculate. <laughs> but God never calculate with us. He's a generous, generous God. Okay, So it's not about how much time you've given to God. Or how much do you need some more to give to God? Sometimes we ask like that. Right? The person who can give everything to God, even your life, is one who has seen how much Jesus has given for him or done for her. And that can only be done by the Holy Spirit and by your heart, asking God, show me, Lord, show me how much you like me. So that joy that was set before him is the joy of seeing you and me being born again. If Jesus didn't, submit his will to the will of the Father, and he turned back on the cross, none of us will be saved today. None of us. But because he saw you and me, one day, Joan will be born again. One day, Evelyn will be born again. All right? And will enjoy the heaven, his heaven, his new life. Only on this earth, a healthy body, healthy life, healthy mind, healthy, you know, spirit, everything. They said, okay, for, for Evelyn, I'll go to the cross. <laughs> yeah that's how much he loved you Evelyn right so he sat now he sat down at the right hand of the father at the throne of God okay looking away from all that will distract us right the natural realm is very distracting but we have a powerful spiritual realm focus your eyes on Jesus who is the author and the perfecter of faith the first incentive for our belief and the one who brings our faith into maturity, who for the joy of accomplishing the goal. The goal here is super enjoying. <laughs> if you think anything in this world, goal is very enjoying. The best, the most enjoyment is the goal of serving the Lord, you know, of uh, being part of his vineyard and seeing other souls saved and discipled and using their pioneering spirit to start doing things in the spirit that they have never done before. This regarding the shame, set down on the right hand of the Father. And completing his work, right? So author is the one, he's a leader, a prince. So today we are also royalty, right? Prince and uh, one that takes the lead in anything. Are you going to take the lead? 
to share the gospel with someone? Amen. <laughs> for all of you, okay? So take the lead, okay? Don't wait for, uh, you know, uh, someone else to do. Wait for Jonah. Wait for Evelina. Wait for the evangelist, uh, okay? So this has nothing to do with the, the, the ministry, the fivefold ministry that God put in the church. The apostle, the uh, prophets, the, the, the uh, teachers, and then the evangelists and the pastors. This pioneering spirit is not about that office that God has called. Okay, that one, are, yes, you may not call to be an apostle, you may not call to be a prophet, you may not call to be a teacher, doesn't matter. But everyone is called to be a witness. <laughs> okay, that spirit man is, I won't say dying to, okay, living to want to come out and share the gospel and lay hands on the sick inside you. Say, let me out. <laughs> the pioneering spirit want to go onto the road already, want to walk the spiritual journey. So don't stop your spirit man from pioneering from starting to do things in the spirit never done before lay hands on the spirit on the on the sick okay later on we will be uh, praying for uh, 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 uncle T's uh, uh, brother okay so we may not be able to go physically there right but at least we can start to do something in the spirit start praying okay using your spirit man but that is not only here all right anywhere okay don't Pioneer, your spirit is not alone. Jesus is with you. So you don't wait. No need to wait for Pastor Stephanie first. <laughs> okay? Or, you know, the, uh, whoever who is uh, older. You have that spirit inside you that is created exactly like Christ. And that spirit always does the thing first, which is start talking to someone about Jesus. Okay. She set her heart upon the nation and takes it as her own, carrying it within her. This is the Proverbs 31 woman, the woman, the wisdom. Uh, she labors there to plant the living vines. That spirit man of yours, okay, in your heart, hidden, hidden man of the heart, that woman, okay, right, has the moment you're born again, is born with the heart of Jesus, which is what? The nation the pioneering spirit to go and lead many, many, many people to Jesus, whether, and then make disciples. And this is what God will never tell you to do something which he didn't give you the ability to. So he has given you a pioneering spirit to start it. Start first, do it first, okay? And she labors there to plant the living vines. Okay, before in Isaiah, another prophecy this is before she went into labor, she had the baby. Before the birth pangs hit, she delivered a son. Has anyone ever heard of such a thing? Has anyone ever seen anything like this? A country born in a day, a nation born in a flesh, but Zion was barely in labor when she had her babies. Do I open the womb and not deliver the baby? Do I, the one who delivers babies, shut the womb? God is the one working on your behalf. God is the one, Jesus, Holy Spirit is the one who do the healing, right? Is the one who do the saving, okay? We, we just lead them. Remember the word, lead someone to Christ, right? Just from where? The pioneering spirit, okay? But we do not save them. Jesus is the one who saved them, okay? So we just lead 
We just start to open our mouth and start talking to people. But the one who opened the womb and delivered the baby is Christ. No need to worry. <laughs> he is the one doing on your behalf. Okay? To heal the sick and everything. Is he doing? It's only our part is to open the mouth, only hand, or pray, or you know, use our body to be the hands and the mouth of Jesus and the feet of Jesus. The rest he does. He will create this nation born in a day, this spiritual kingdom of newborn people in the in the heavenly realm, the spiritual realm. It can be instant. Well, when when you do it. God has already done. Go through the gates. Go out of the gates. Prepare the highway for my people to return. Smooth out the road. Pull out the boulders or remove the stones. Yeah, God said, I will take the stone cut. Right? But before he can do it, Romans say what? Where are the people who was going to go out to go and share with them and remove the stones? Remove the you know, tell them the gospel so that they will no more be blinded. Pull out the boulders, raise a flag for all the nations to see who all of you, all of us who are born again, who have been received the goodness of God, right? The blessings of God. We receive divine health. You receive healthy bodies. Why? Because you belong to him, right? Now, isn't this something that the world don't have? And then we don't share. <laughs> okay, so where is it? So say, oh, no more excuse, right? Where, I have no courage, I have no strength, I'm scared, all that. Your spirit, man, has already got everything. It has the power and ability to go and say it. Right? Even Uncle T has the courage to believe God and to pray for his brother. I believe for healing, and I think he's not many years uh, believer. Okay, so that spirit is a tithing spirit, has everything inside. Just be the one to go out of the gates, you know, some the gates, some all the, the blockage in the mind that tell you you are not good enough, that you cannot do it, you're not evangelist, you, you cannot do the miracle, you cannot pray properly, you know, all these are like. Bars, prison bars, gates that are locking you inside. Get out of those gates of the mind, of the soul area, right? As you sit under the, the word of God, let the spirit receive the word and burst out from the gate, oh, go through. Then after that, you will prepare the highway. This is the, the pioneer, right? Lead others. Okay, you say you lead someone to Jesus. Isn't that the pioneer, right? You lead others to go through the gates remove the obstacles from their mind, all right? And tell them the truth of who Jesus is so that they too can enter into the kingdom of God. And there are nations waiting for us, all right? Pioneering, you know where we are going, all right? To bring these people to enjoy the inheritance to the promised land so we don't go in by yourself, okay? Take others along with you, okay? And then nurture them. I'll talk more about that later, okay? Uh, in another session how we nurture. Okay, so raise a flag for the nations today. Today is very dark, you can't see anything. So we need to raise the flag, the banner, right? Just like the flag. 
for the nations, right? To shine and the light, the different, different colors. All the, the favor of God on your life. Don't keep it for yourself, right? The different colors of uh, the robe of Joseph uh, that Jacob gave to him. We are all wearing that, the robe of righteousness. We have got, you know, the blood of Jesus. This is our flag. The flag is the heavenly flag, the kingdom of God, where there is divine health. Everything is supernatural. There is blessing. There is peace. There is joy. All not based on uh, the five senses. Raise up this flag. Yeah? So that others may also see God, like the way Rahab, you know, and also can believe, all right, the God of the Jews, so that the, the world can see, right? Oh, the heavenly realm, the realm of Jesus through who? Today, God uses who? Men and women, you and me. He put that pioneering spirit inside you already to start walking and moving and living in that realm of the spirit where your spirit man loves it. All right, but for our part, remember, all those blockages in the mind. So the more you come into the word of God, right, and to meditate, remember, not only Saturday and Sunday, <laughs> day and night, right, every day, right, according to what uh, Joshua said, right, then you will have great success, right, you will walk, start the road for others to come in and be fruitful, plant the vines. There are nations waiting for the gospel, right? Especially in this time. And you are God's Jesus' hands. Raise up that flag. Don't hide. Your, your spirit man is hidden. Don't let it stay hidden <laughs> until Jesus comes. All right? Let your spirit man come out. Okay, and walk the road and lift up the banner and right, whatever the blood of Jesus, the rope, red color, green. What is that? Green is what? New life, <laughs> new beginning. Like Rahab had a new beginning. Tell the world, new creation, all right, in Christ. Raise up the different colors of our heavenly realm. People will see when you raise up the flag. If you hide the flag, no one can see it. All right, don't hide that life anymore that Christ has for you. Amen? Yeah? So remember, you have that one of the things about your spirit, man, is the pioneering spirit. You are a new creation. Let your spirit man come up and walk that road. Amen? Okay. And Hey, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Um, if there's anyone who needs prayer, you can uh, fill up your, your hand or something. If not, we will uh, finish this session. You can still listen again to the uh, message or teaching. All right, our beautiful Evelyn will quickly put it onto the very fast, she's a, a, a lightning speed one into the WhatsApp group so that, you know, you may not catch everything today because there's a lot. It's just like you eat a lot, right? So there's a lot of revelation. You can listen again, okay, to really catch. You know, if, if you don't catch it, it will be just nice to hear and then nothing much. Yeah, go back to be in, uh, you know, enclosed by those gates of the 
uh, the mind. All right, let's scream, man. Today, want to come up, and tomorrow, go back inside. <laughs> so, we don't want that. Huh? Today, you have been set free, all right, to know you are a spirit being. Okay, and a very powerful one. One that can lead others to Jesus, to freedom as well, to the blessings, to the promised land of health, wealth, healing. Amen? Okay.